So this would be the first episode of Music Unraveled. Music Unraveled. Number one. Todd Snyder Unraveled. To perfect be way to start. Perfect way to end the week. Uh, and to start that particular And to thing. finish a week, in the case of uh, you and I, because we just recently saw Todd Snyder at George's Majestic Lounge. Yes. Bar, lounge. Lounge. In Which, favor. excellent venue. I'm uh, super happy about all the talent they bring through here. That's not Good a, acoustics. It is. Um, it's not our first show that we've seen there together. Um, Talk about truckers. DBT. Uh, that, that was well, this year. And just to, just to let the audience know, I'm here with my friend Mike, Michael Boutier. That is correct. Uh, and uh, we'll, sh- we'll plug his YouTube channel. Um, we, uh, we've known each other for some time, go in, uh, and seen uh, numerous concerts together. I would express and my... many more to come. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, and express my gratitude here on the podcast of you turning me on to awesome music. Uh, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to um, getting to sit down and review just all the concerts you went to and I went to and then our other friend went to this uh, going to come on in 2017 because between the three of us we've seen uh, a lot of shows and uh, like the Roger Waters experience man that was just some <laughs> some uh, some amazing things uh, and historic things to be a part of you getting to see Gary Clark Jr. and and I just want to you know I, I'm excited to sit down and talk with you about all those individual experiences but we're going to focus on Todd Snyder today. And well, let me just interject. Uh, to have to have somebody who cares to listen. Indeed, indeed, man, and uh, and again, very grateful because you've you've exposed me like the, like the truckers like that. I was ch- I was charting them, but I. It's like when when you get in on a band that you're like you see them, they've got all these albums out, and you're like, it's like where do you start? This is with me with Panic, as I've told you in the past. It's like uh, I didn't hear about Panic until 2013. And then still, it took me a while to get into them mm-hmm. like I am now. I mean, they're my favorite band. Well, uh, by 2013, they had such an extensive catalog. You had a lot of catching up to it, do. It, it won. I feel that way with Drive-By Truckers. Sure. And when I first heard about him, I think, in probably '09, a friend of mine told me about him. He was a big-time fan. And uh, See, I couldn't even tell you exactly <clears throat> when. I had known about the Drive-By Truckers for a long time, actually, before I had checked them out. I knew of them, and I had heard that they had a pretty large cult following. Uh, and then I bought uh, the album A Blessing and a Curse, just because it just was one that happened to be cheapest at the time that I could get. And I listened to that album, and my, the very first thing that went through my mind, almost from song one, certainly by the time I ended or finished the first album that I bought of theirs, uh, was why in the hell have I not been listening to this album and been following these guys from the very beginning? Dude, it's all that I, I mean, you can, you can lay witness to me standing there watching them for the first time, and really that being the first time I really delved into any of the music was experiencing it sure, live. Sure. And I'm just jaw dropping there because we were on the rail mm-hmm. and right just, in front of Patterson Hood. Oh man, such uh, such a great experience. So uh, we'll it, need to come back to that though, yes, because yes. I can say this as a segue. What I just said about drive-by truckers having kind of "quote unquote" discovered them in my own time, way after they had already been making music and being on the road for years and years. Same same concept with Todd Snyder. Todd Snyder's been performing since well, what he's about. I mean, well, as a professional since he was about twenty-five years old. Yeah, I think his first album point. came out in ninety-four. Yes, that sounds about right. And I'm sure that he was on the road before his first album came out oh, for a while yeah. as well. You know, as as all 
artists that come up on their own terms are. Um, and, you know, so when I discovered Todd Snyder, uh, I, it was the same kind of thing. It's like, what, you know, how did I not know about this guy before? I feel that way right now because I begin, mm-hmm. first time really experiencing him. I watched some videos on YouTube, the beer run. Well, beer, uh, you know, Beer Run Speak, by the way. Beer Run is one of those songs that some in the audience listening uh, might actually recognize, although there are two versions of Beer Run. Uh, I can never remember who the other artist is that did a different Beer Run. Yeah, Garth Brooks. Oh, was it Brooks? That's the Garth Brooks story. Oh, okay. Let's, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and turn that on while we're, while we're talking about it. Okay. So Todd Snyder writes this song. Have you ever heard him do a song called If Tomorrow Never Comes live? Yes. Oh, you mean Garth Brooks? Uh, no, uh, Todd Snyder. No, I've not heard we'll him have play to, that song live. I want, you, I I want to break song. down um, the set list from the two shows because uh, Mike got to see Todd Snyder one weekend and was like, you got to go with me to see him the second weekend. The and I'm eternally weekend. grateful. Okay, there so, he is. Boy, look at how young he looks. I think this is a, um, the Boulder concert. This is a concert he has on. This very uh, uh, It has a lot of views on it, like. 300,000 views for this concert. What year is this? Um, 2012? 2012. Well, that, that's when it was uploaded. It may be older okay, than that. Boulder, Boulder House concert? No, nah, this is this has got to be older than that. He's much younger than t- 2012. Yeah, he does look younger. That's why I like seeing him live. Like His um, his his, uh, his face looked a lot different than a lot of Man, does I'd he seen. not have a lot of character in his wow, face? He is a character. Oh, well, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, that is what I, I just seen him. I'm like, man, you were just such a character. That's like, one, and a storyteller. That's, that's, that's the two part, biggest ways I could perceive him. That's part of the bit of, of what makes Todd Snyder Todd Snyder, you know? He's yeah. a... I would liken him if I had to explain to somebody, you know, who who might compare him to that they might recognize. I would say that he's kind of, in some ways, our version, our times, Arlo Guthrie. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he's yeah, similar yeah. in that. I way. thought, I thought, I, I kind of thought of that. Both in his music stylings, in his storytelling, you know, balladry, uh, uh, but also in how he tells stories within the music and between songs. Uh, it connects and, it all together. Yeah, uh, I see. I see similarities there, and I would imagine he's probably Arlo Guthrie is probably a big uh, influence for Todd. Yeah. What's? Should I not be talking while this is? Over? No, 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 no. See, so like we're getting the TV and the headphones, but the audience doesn't hear it. So like I'm gonna tag this video in the description. So this is the Garth Brooks story for Beer Run. B W E W R U N Beer Run. Yes. B double E. I love that song. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run. And then there's a whole story in there about this kid. So <laughs> such a good story too. That's like what did, was D B Cooper the first song he played at George's? Because I was so yes, I do. I, it was. I was so blown away by I that song, and I was like, "That is so yeah." And I, I, I couldn't remember, but I just remember like my top songs from George's were DB Cooper. Um, what's that song? Hell yeah! 
Oh, uh, um, uh, standing on the corner of sanity yeah, and madness. That's that, not the title of it, but that's always memorable. that was a great one. Um, Stuck on the corner is what it's called. Yeah, and I love that one because the the quote is from the Stati- standing and on the you corner, filmed this and a w- sanity and madness looking them over can't see a difference. Oh man, <laughs> see yeah. little lines like that. That's Todd is a, just a genius songwriter and how he. Make, uh, creates an image and tells a story. What was that? Um, ma- money uh, making. He has a hook making. Um, paper money out of paper. Paper out of tree. Out of tree. Making so much money we can hardly breathe. Oh, man, Stuck he has a corner. hook like that in like every yeah. chorus. Well, that's one of those songs that gets a lot of feedback. And then George's, by the way, um, very different show. Very, very, very different show in tone uh, and in. Um, and then the audience kind of say that just just the, the the way the audience kind of reacted to Todd. Uh, then the show just uh, just over a week earlier at South on Main and Little Rock. Uh, that show at South on Main and Little Rock. That's where I met Todd Snyder. Total chance. Go, go ahead. I mean, what what, what t- t- tell me the whole. I mean, you briefed me on it because I told you I really wanted to get into it on the podcast. Because we've been planning on doing this uh, since seeing Todd Snyder, okay. so you met him. All right, so here's here's what's happened. All right, so this is actually by the time I saw him at South on Main, that was the second solo show I've seen. Uh, the third time I've seen him, uh, it performed because I saw him with hardworking Americans at George's Majestic the year before, which uh, will set us up for the second which, story. Right, there's a whole another thing which we get, we'll get into, but um, I Excellent. can mention that in this story. So going to South on Main, I kind of hoped that I might have the opportunity to uh, get him to sign his book for me uh, because it's a, it's a very small, intimate venue that's uh, very artist-focused. It's not like a if, – if, if you've not been there before, it ha- I can't remember if you have, but it's a um, – I it's more, like, there, a, it's more like, a, uh, like an artist venue than it is a bar or a club. Uh, it's a restaurant, but it's it's run by and is actually was was uh, established by the Oxford American Magazine, which is very literary focused, not just on literature, but on you know any st- any genre of art. And uh, so the people that go to those shows oftentimes tend to be people who don't really know who the artist is or don't know him much, uh, and but it's always focused directly on the artist, uh, the drinking and the. The eating is secondary to that. So it's very rare, for example, that you'll have a lot of chatter going on as the artist is performing. You know, everybody is there to see the artist, you know, not just a party. And maybe the artist is secondary to the whole experience. And so I'd hoped, you know, maybe this would be my chance to kind of have a chance to meet him and have him sign my book. Anyway, get to the story. So uh, uh, my wife and I, Connie, my wife and I went into the venue, kind of got established. I bought a t-shirt, which I'm wearing right now. Uh, told my wife, uh, got established, I'm going to go out to the car, put my t-shirt in the car because I don't want to sit here and hold it the entire show. So I did that. As I was coming back, I was walking down the street, and it's about coming about maybe 30 feet from the venue on the sidewalk and come walking towards me. I'm like, I think that's Todd Snyder. And I get closer up to him, and sure enough, it was Todd Snyder. And so right up front of him, I just kind of stopped and said, Todd Snyder, man. And he was like, hey, I like your shirt, man. I was wearing the hardworking American shirt that I bought at the hardworking American show when I saw them the year before. 
which a picture of that appeared, by the way, on the inside cover of their next album release, Rest in Chaos. So as I was, I was like, kind of right there in that moment, you know how you get, it's like this uh, surreal, uh, you know, a moment in which everything becomes very focused in that moment. <laughs> and uh, I said, so I said, oh man, I said, uh, I, I, I brought my, I brought your book. I was hoping to get you to sign it for me. I said, I got up down in my truck. Would you, would you be all right if I just ran and got it real quick? And he said, sure. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll just walk down there with you. So we ended up walking all the way back down to my truck. He was sitting there leaning up against my truck, telling stories, talking about things about on the road. You know, we were talking music. He mentioned Aaron Lee Tasjan to me, whom I had just been listening to in the car on the ride, on the ride down uh, with my wife because he is a big Todd Snyder fan as well. That's a whole other story. Uh, but anyways, we got, you know, he signed my book and he signed it. Great meeting you, Todd Snyder, uh, which I understand you'll put a picture up there on it. And uh, then we went back and, and, you know, took picture and did all that. And uh, it was just one of those complete chance meetings uh, that I, you know, life throws your way sometimes. Yeah, oh, and by I, the way, I hard was work so Yeah, I was so jealous when I saw you post. I was like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> I was flying high all night, man. What are the odds? Because I know how I know you going into that show. Because I've just heard you talk about Todd Snyder. They said you turned me on to him. Mm -hmm. Other than me, because I saw in in Mexico with Widespread Panic. So two of the members of Widespread Panic, Dave Schools and Dwayne Trucks, are in Hardworking Americans. Correct. Which you were in the album cover of. We are not worthy. Well, let me like, tell you. Wow. Let That's me, a cool story. Let me tell you how that happened because I mentioned that to Todd and it blew his mind as well. Um, so I can't remember exactly when it was, but I, it was the first time my seeing Hardwick Americans. My wife was with me, bless her heart, at that one again that night as well. We were right on the rail, right in front of Todd. And uh, there were these kids next to me, these, these uh, Fayetteville uh, college age kids, you know, traditional students next to me. We were having a grand old time. And the whole night was just a complete and utter blast. I mean, it was a phenomenal show. Uh, Todd was on point, having a great time. Obviously, the whole band was into it. The crowd was just so responsive all night. I mean, from the moment they came out to the moment they left well, their encore, uh, the entire crowd was just giving them feedback the entire time, and they were feeding off that. You know, Neil Casal, who was the guitarist at the time with Hardworking Americans, there's been a change uh, there recently, although I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Uh, just slayed it all night long. And anyways, after the show, of course, about a month later, I think it was, um, dates get mixed in mind, um, they put out their new album called Rest in Chaos. Uh, is their second album. For their first album, um, is all covers of other people's music. Uh, Interesting. This, yes, this album, Rest in Chaos, is their first album of all originals, uh, all written by Todd, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. There may be some that are co-written, but I mean, they're, they're Todd-driven songs. What are some of the covers on that first Hardwork Americans album, if you uh, recall any? Let me finish. T yeah, uh, I'm going to look that up. I'm very interested in that. So... Uh, when I opened that, when I got that album, I got it from Amazon, two-day prime delivery. Opened it up, right? Checking it out. I open up, that's a double, uh, double gate folder, and I open up double gate, and on the inside is a picture that I've seen before. 
Well, when I had that hard work in America, when I went to the hard work American show, about two weeks later on Facebook, Todd, or I assume Todd's representative, whoever kind of posts things or communicates for him on Facebook, posted a picture from the George's Majestic Lounge Hard Work American show, and it was from the perspective or the vantage point from behind Todd with his iconic hat with the flowers in it right there on the brim, you know, and he's wearing a, a ratty uh, flannel, you know, kind of hanging down at the arms, you know, that typical hippie character, right? And he's holding on to the microphone stand, and the picture is from behind him, and directly in front of him, I mean, because it'd be like right where he's looking, is me standing there on the rail, kind of, you know, cheering. And then these guys that I'd been partying with, the kids next to me, you know, one who was so into it, you know, jumping up with his arms up in that the That dude's losing it. Right, exactly. You're, and so, yeah, and both so you guys. so I opened the double gatefold cover, that picture was there. And I was like, I saw, it, it, it was such a surreal moment because I, I sat there and looked at it and I thought, I've seen this before. Oh, holy shit, that's, that's me. That's from George's. And I'm right there. My... Two seconds of fame. So when I saw Todd, I told him about that, and it kind of blew his mind. I hope you get a chance to meet him one more time in the future, maybe at a hardworking American show, and bring that album with him and show him, point it out, that there I am right there. Yeah, that is too cool, man. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, you know, like it blew my mind when you told me that story before, because well, I believe when you told me that story is when I had just first um, charted after seeing Panic in Mexico at Panic in La Playa. Uh, last year that um, there was hardworking Americans banners hanging everywhere because schools and, and trucks are in that band as well. Uh, and I'm like, well, who is this? And then I connected the dots on your story around the same, you know, around the same time. And I was like, oh, man, it's, it's all interconnected, too, is a cool part about leading into Snyder. It's like how how many um, of these artists that we'll discuss and that we uh, listen to, like, I just want to do a music unraveled where the three of us sit here and just riff like like you like the first day that um you were over and you met uh Colby mm. three of us is sitting around riffing about music well when we talk about things that we're all three passionate about the conversation can get uh certainly very in- interesting and all over the place <laughs> Uh, you know, like a pinball in a pinball machine. Yeah, and you know, like, I mean, and it's one of those things I've remarked several times. It's like to to be a fly on the wall uh, bet- on conversations of between great minds is, uh-huh. you know, and, and that's that's my whole thing is uh, there's so many conversations. I mean, some people maybe would think that this just goes up in, into the ether, but uh, like having an archive of all of these great guests and, and memories and experiences that we went through, that's uh, one of the major bonuses I'm thinking about with every time I do an episode. Well, and I think in some ways that's similar to why it's such a unique thing to me and why it's such an experience that I'll, I'll catalog as well in my own mind of having been able to meet and have a conversation with. And the, how, however short it was, it was a meaningful conversation. You know, one thing that strikes me again over and over and over again, you know, Todd Snyder... Will Johnson, who I've had a chance to meet more than once. Uh, the guys in the Bottle Rockets, who I've, I'm seeing tomorrow night, by the way, in a living room concert in Little Rock. Uh, I mean, Patterson Hood. Uh, so many others um, that I've met. And they all seem so genuinely appreciative of fans who care about their music 
care enough to buy their music and care enough to come to a show and buy a t-shirt you know that's what you know Todd Snyder drive by truckers they've 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 gone to a certain level beyond buy, selling a t-shirt in order to get gas money to get to the next show but a lot of the bands that I go see you know they're still somewhere in that area you know and they they are able to maintain and in a genuine way, that appreciation that comes across on the stage, if you're willing to look for it and listen to it, you know that's 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 what I love about it. It's um, it's uh, it's like tapping into something. It's like tapping into a whole different world that previously I didn't even know existed. Yeah, no, I you know I felt uh, you could call it. The, the zone or whatever but because we uh you were able to secure, secure some fantastic uh, the, like the best location at george's <laughs> vantage point wise they for some reason set up these tables like two rows of tables or something <laughs> three rows or something like that at the front of the stage right. and we were able to set you know stage left uh there um or on the right hand side, if we're facing the stage, I think that stage front left. row I, seats. I can't ever. We have a front row seats, and let me let me by the way give a shout out uh, to Karen May Nielsen, my Facebook friend and fellow shithead uh, of the Shithead Wire, previously known as and oftentimes still uh, lovingly referred to as the Shithouse Choir. But uh, the way that came to be, my man, is that. Um, I'm a member on Facebook of the Shithouse Wire, and it's a Todd Snyder-focused uh, group. And uh, through that group, I've met many fine, great people. As you can imagine, Todd Snyder fans and Todd Snyder fanatics uh, tend to be really good people. I mean, really kind people because you know, they admire someone like Todd Snyder. And so you can look at who Todd Snyder is, and you can say, well, his admirers probably are cool people. <laughs> so anyways, I've met a lot of people through there and have added many of them as Facebook friends. Um, and Karen was one of them. And uh, I had mentioned that I was going to the show, you know, at the Shithouse Choir, I'd posted the videos and stuff and have from meeting Todd and all that, you know, and Karen was one of the ones who was interactive with how excited she was for me and whatever. And then she came to say, you need to come to George's. And I had not been planning on going to George's. But when then you said you would do, yes. you'd be interested to see it. Then I was like, "We're going." It's weird. It, when I <laughs> well, like, as soon as you messaged me, I looked over to Corey and I was like, "This is kind of that like when I said about going to see Roger Waters, which I don't hmm. regret." And then you, when going to see it with me, you don't regret. And um, I really want to go do this. And uh, she was like, "Okay, yeah, go do it." So thankful uh, for my wife Cora for letting me go see Todd Snyder. Uh, without her, because uh, she's usually my my battle buddy on uh, sure. concerts. But uh, at the same time, she's never really heard or got into Todd Snyder. But I came back, and I mean, now I've I've kind of exposed her to uh, Todd Snyder, and she saw how excited I was when we got back. And well, see, now you get interest. to turn her on to it, yes. Which, and but I hope this podcast does the same for some people. Honestly, sure. Oh, most definitely, because you know Todd Snyder, even though he is a legit. Uh, cult icon um, he he's still mostly underground I mean you talk to the average person on the street nobody's heard of Todd Snyder you know I wore my Todd Snyder shirt today nobody in my class sadly enough the Snyder. same thing I pull everyone on widespread panic and they're mm. like hmm, yeah oh no hmm, nobody in my hmm. student none of my students I, I think I wouldn't mention widespread panic thinking maybe this is a band they will have heard of but no no. So how does the lyric go? But let, and... let me finish this okay. first because Karen May Nielsen 
uh, is the one who said to me, hey, you need to come to George's. I got a front row seat for you. And then it ended up just working out that you were able to come with me and we were able to get a front row seat for uh, two of them for Karen. So thank you, Karen. Yeah, yes, thank you, Karen. Otherwise, we would have been way back there with all the people who, unfortunately, they and I know it nice wasn't all of them, that there was a lot of chatter going on back there, which drives me insane. Yeah. However, the crowd did give Todd a lot of a lot feedback of and a lot of love, and they were singing along with him, and you could tell that he really loved that. That drives him, I think. What uh, it, it's um on his uh what I can't ever remember the name of the whole song because I'm a newer fan but the conservative uh, Republican Christian right wing Republican straight white American male has a clip in it about widespread panic in the lyrics correct <laughs> yes that's correct okay uh, widespread panic listening hippies like me I I, I lost it when he, I I just <laughs> I, I lol'd when he said that at the concert and then he had what was the song um that he played at George's where he had uh. He mentioned the hardworking Americans. Do you remember that one? Um, I, well, I remember him mentioning the hardworking Americans uh, between songs at one point. He just said that he's he's part as Todd Snyder, you know, style. So yeah, I'm doing this jam band thing, man. Hardworking Americans, you know. Uh, they're planning plan a new album, by the way, which I imagine is going to be a tour on the other side of that. And the only reason I know that is because Todd Snyder told me that when I met him. He said he had just, he said, and he's so sincere in this, man, because I was wearing the hardworking American shirt. He said, I just literally now got off a conference call with the entire band. He didn't tell me exactly what they were talking about, but it sounded like they were obviously talking about something significant that obviously involved all of them. That would have to be a tour plan. And I know they've got an album worth the material to record uh and if they come through we, we have to go see we them. will see them yes. there's 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 no question and and we will be on the front row <laughs> when um, we do what let's let's kind of touch on uh the set list uh if you uh if you don't care to do so um I mentioned one, uh, I can't remember if we were recording one, but, but uh, he let out, actually his first song was Can't Complain, but mm -hmm. he, then he put, went in, which I hadn't heard that one, but he went into D.B. Cooper, and I was just, I was hooked. I was like, that brought me like officially into th that world, you know, I was just like, oh man. And then and then he did the um, 18 minute intro, which we listened to before the podcast. I'll link that up in the bottom. Yes, and the the reason for that is because the 18 minute intro is is something in one version or another. And every time I've seen him solo, uh, he he does that intro, uh, 18 minute intro. And by the way, it's not really 18 minutes long. It's that's kind of a joke in and of itself. And if you listen to it, you'll understand. But uh, he does that at every show. Right, oh, some version of it. I, I've heard him go it, take it in different directions. That sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter. But it's it's something that is unique uh, to to Snyder in every show that he does. He does that. Uh, it's basically a declaration of why he does what he does and what his purpose is in doing it. And ultimately, his purpose is because he loves doing it, and it helps him deal with the bullshit in the world. Yeah, I, I, the first time I heard that, I was like, "This guy's a character." I he like because I listened to him do that uh, live on Farm Aid. Mm. He has some videos from Farm Aid in like 2014, and he sings the uh, uh, conservative Christian. Can uh, I? You talk about it being a character. Can I quote something from the latest, by the way, hardworking Americans uh, live album called uh, "We're All in This Together," and which is 
in my opinion, one of the best albums of last year. It's two two uh, two set live album. Uh, at any rate, he at one point <laughs> he says, uh, and I can't remember how he gets into it, but he says, you know, I was raised on folk music, and he says, and as someone raised on folk music, I was always taught that the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. And you know what? I went out and I listened to that wind. And do you know what that wind told me, my fellow hippies? You know what that wind had to say? Not a fucking thing. So much for folk music. <laughs> I've, I've heard him do that one. It's like it's, it's like every um, and I don't do it nearly as well. I try to capture the Todd voice there, and I know I very you know maybe get just a little bit of it, but uh, he is very singular uh, and very unique in his character and and in how he interacts with the audience. Uh, he he loves telling stories, and a lot of his songs are, are stories. But then he also, I've seen him. He'll tell stories between songs. Uh, a lot of times he'll build stories, secondary stories, into his songs, you know, uh, like he did with All Right Guy at uh, yeah, South yeah, yeah. Maine, uh, which I sent you and you listened to, and that he, he builds into that song. When he did the 18-minute intro on uh, Corey the Set List you sent me, which you said you didn't remember him playing All Right Guy, and I don't really— In George's. In George's, but I don't really either, but no, I don't think uh, it did. was on the set list. Uh, but then, because I remember um, after that— why I was then I was hook line at sinker when uh, Statisticians Blues came on. <laughs> yes. If you if you if you're listening to this and you haven't 60% heard that, sixty percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> Man, and how he he rhymes that. I mean, I was blown away. Yeah. But uh, Statisticians well, at, Blues is so great. At the core of of really almost all, if not all, of the music that I really love across genres. Uh, is is just good songwriting, and and Todd Snyder is among the best songwriters working today, uh, especially when you look at how he is able to use humor, uh, and 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 storytelling and humor within storytelling, uh, to to very gently make social commentary and and you know express his views and opinions about who we are as a people and who how. We are oftentimes ridiculous as a people, and yet he does it in such a way that it's it's on it's endearing, you know. It, prov and, you it know, provides almost a sense of relief. Yeah, I would compare him, and you know, I mentioned Arlo Guthrie before. The other comparisons I could make, uh, other comparison I make about him, both as a musician, as a songwriter, and also, by the way, as a performer, is he's almost kind of like Bob Dylan with a sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't get behind that. <laughs> He's as clever a songwriter, I think. Um, some people would probably argue with me about that, especially since Dylan has won the Pulitzer Prize. But, I mean, you look at his catalog of material, um, I think Todd Snyder could hold his own against somebody like Dylan, even even if you wouldn't put him on the same pedestal. Um, I might. I w However, I, w I already would. I, I, I tend, and I love Dylan, don't get me wrong, and I, and I, I listen to Dylan a lot, but... Um, Snyder's songs just, they have a perspective that I find to be uniquely Snyder. And I don't see really the, it, the way he approaches music and the way he uses storytelling and the way he, you know, uses self-deprecating humor. 
uh, for example, uh, right wing Republican. Uh, I mean, um, conservative Christian, thank you. Straight. conservative Christian, right wing Republican, straight white American, American male. male. You know, is obviously a song that satirizes the very uh, character that's listed in the title, but it also it, within that it also pokes fun at widespread panic loving hippies like Todd. <laughs> You know? And me too. What's so Lazy funny is uh, the... <laughs> is one. Of, I told you one of my students uh, called me. Uh, they're like, "Who?" The Facebook creeped me. Th- thanks, uh, Facebook, for allowing the opportunity for people to do that. I guess. But they're like, "Who is this hippie? We didn't sign up for this, right. you know." And then they're like, "But you're okay. We, you know, we're we're cool yeah. with this now." What's up with this dude with the man bun? Yeah, that. Yeah, they're like this guy with this long hair and his beard, but. Um, so uh, we, uh, I talked to you, Stuck on a Corner. Like, he played that right before Conservative uh, Christian. Yep. And then... One of my um, favorite songs. Two, and one of my favorite just direct lines from him. Two of my favorites he did that were um, really covers or Todd's own rendition of, mm-hmm. uh, which one was later and then one was earlier, but he kind of revisited them, was This Land is Your Land, and then um, Will the Circle Be Unbroken. Oh, yes, yes. Now, This Land is Your Land, he did... Uh, very unique Todd version of that. Will you tell the trespassing sign? Yes, sure. Okay, I've been trying to remember it, but it's like one of those things you had to have been there, and it was so good. I yes, lost it, it when was, he did that. Again, that's that's Todd's uh, you know unique take on a very iconic song, right? I laughed so hard said, when you brought uh, that up on the way home. See I if think I can it was. Make sure I get this right. He says, "All right, I'll paraphrase a little bit," but he said, uh, or in the middle of the song, he sings. And you know uh, those signs that you see that say uh, "keep out" on one side, and he said on the other side they don't say anything at all. And that side was made for you and me. Yeah, and then he went right back. Oh wow! He does stuff like that all the time in, in his songs, where he'll you know even take something that is even some of his own songs that are very well known, and he'll change a lyric like that or make something that is more you know current yeah uh no i was uh i uh, love oh, uh, mr bojangles mr bojangles was great i got that one on video too i missed the first maybe 30 seconds of it plug up plug your youtube channel real quick for uh listeners sure. so like this uh, this will go on youtube and other uh other mediums as well but um well and i can tell you and i'd love for people to to subscribe and to comment and uh you know share but I, what I do is I, I go to what I call underground music. You know, Todd Snyder is not especially underground, but he still is underground in the sense that the average person doesn't know who he is, right? But he's got a pretty large cult following. But I go to places like Rev Room, Stickies, Whitewater Tavern, South on Main, all those are in Little Rock. Um, George's Majestic, uh, obviously, in Fayetteville. Uh, one of my favorite places, Kane's Ballroom in Tulsa. But I like going to places that that have that have bands come through that you don't hear on the radio, you know, cuz most of the musicians I listen to, you don't hear those musicians on the radio. I mean, maybe a song. You might hear a Navy Brothers song on the radio or you might hear a drive-by trucker song on the radio once in a lifetime. Uh, but most of them are on the radio and so you have to go looking for them. Yeah. And that's what's been so wonderful about the net is that gives me the opportunity to do that. Uh, but But uh, what was the question? Um, well, where are we on? This happens periodically on the podcast, and we just roll with it. 
I can't remember what you As it me. does happen in conversation, man. And you know what? As I get older, it happens more. That's it's true. crazy. That's true. As you've mentioned, that, who I'm are in. Who we talking about again? Todd Snyder. Who, who the hell is Todd Snyder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, um, I think. I, I, was I talking about songwriting? We 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 were previously on Mr. Bojangles. Um, oh, you were plugging my YouTube channel. Oh, your YouTube. We're talking about you. Thank yes. you. Yes. All right. Yes, your yes, YouTube please. channel, Let's which I will say is badass, and you so got the video from all of this. I was saying all that is because I go to these shows as often as I possibly can, and being an instructor gives me some. Uh, opportunities to do this and all the weeknights are tough. Uh, but but I you're a warrior take, with that I shit. Am, I, man, sometimes you just have to be. I mean, you know, when, when drive-by truckers are coming on a Tuesday, doggone it, you're going on a Tuesday. Did I go, didn't we go on like a Wednesday or was, something or a Thursday? It was a Tuesday. Roger Waters was a Thursday, man. I taught a 5.30 a.m. class Friday morning. I've done that. Oh, wow. I've done that. There's some coming up, by the way, that are in that same kind of position. But anyway, Keep me in the loop. at every at every show that I go to, unless the artist or the venue specifically requests uh, us not to, um, I like taking I take usually just two to three videos. I try to keep it not more than that because I don't want it to be a distraction to me or to anybody else. But I take what I do is I just randomly say, okay, whatever song is coming up next, I'm going to record that song, and so and then I'll record the whole song. And I upload the good ones, and most of them end up being good depending upon where I am. Uh, but I upload those uh, to YouTube. And so I have, from most of the shows that I have seen over the last several years, I have a couple and sometimes and quality that, video video steady video and uh usually good vantage points uh you, well, you, you know, had some I'm, videos a lot of views too i well the Abbott brother stuff especially yeah. i've got uh, most probably most views and most comments on those ones and on those shows i was standing right there at the end of the catwalk and so most of the video i took those guys were quite literally standing right in front of me i mean one step they would have stand stood on my head you know so i i I try and it doesn't always work out, but I, I do what I can to uh, to get up on the rail because, especially at bar like concerts where there tends to unfortunately be people too many people who are there for the bar experience rather than the music experience. I want all that crap behind me, yeah. and I like uh, the power and the, the just the energy coming off of that those musicians up there right on the stage is just euphoric for me it's like a drug I just can't get enough of it and like when we were truckers you know the sound we were kind of in front of the sound right as you said we were kind of getting most of it off the front speakers and so a lot of the vocals were it was raw, it was raw but I still I, I, I the truckers were but, uh, the band we saw before them the sound was a little a little less quality the truckers came with more of their they had more like, better equipment for us to get uh, but we got even most then of the a, a lot of vocals like Cooley's vocals you know Cooley's yeah. wonderful uh, it just sort of got that really deep uh, baritone voice yeah and most of his stuff was drowned out luckily for me at least as a as somebody who's <laughs> listened to their albums over and over and over again. I know the words, so I can kind of fill in that. Exactly. But it's that energy coming off the stage for me that that's. Oh, what dude, Patterson Hood was all up in our face. I, I was. He just, is a force. Did you get a funny nature. picture of uh, Patterson Hood and like me, like in the four? Uh, yeah. Yes, I got. I'm a, gonna post that. Yeah, I got a picture of you. Uh, I, I I backed up and kind of got standing right behind you, and I had a picture of you right there on the rail and Patterson Hood. 
I'm going to do a contrast. Jamming on the guitar with his foot right in front of your face. I'm going to do a contrast of your hardworking Americans album. I'm going to be like, that's me. Because I'm going to post <laughs> that picture earlier. Um, uh, by the way, yeah. my, my YouTube channel, and we keep coming back to this, so get ready. Here it is. Uh, I would love for you to check it out. It's Michael Boudier is my YouTube name. Michael, obviously, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Now, let me get Boudier for you. B-O-O-T. H I L L I E R. Phonetically, it would be boot hillier. Yeah. It's uh, French, by the way, and I can't imagine why at some point my uh, along my line in the family tree they changed it from bootier to booty. Yeah. The, well, there wasn't cyberbullying back then. <laughs> True. Well, and back then, booty meant treasure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. But I go by Boutier. Uh, my that is my original uh, family name, French family name, uh, and I just find I like that because it uh, gives me some level of uh, anonymity online. Even yeah, though I which just revealed so, and exposed myself, but I, I mean I don't care about that. Yeah. I just when I what I post online and what I say online, any venue I want it to be what I say, not what my employer would like for me to say or anybody else. For exactly, that and while we'll get we'll get local listens, obviously, um, hopefully, um, you're you're myself one. Once I get this uploaded, we'll have to share this into the Facebook group, um, and and I'm going to put it out on on our social media and stuff and YouTube. But um, like this is a this is going out to a, a wider audience over time as I build the archive. It's going to be people that type in Todd Snyder in Google. Mm-hmm. It's going to and uh, and type in similar uh, things that we've talked about: hardworking Americans, widespread panic, etc. I would encourage so. everybody. I mean, anybody who is interested in uh, just superior songwriting and superior musical ability and superior storytelling and just a well. A, a troubadour, right, uh, uh, who yeah. has been beating the streets since he was 25 years old. He's been doing it for more than 25 years now, and he's still out there doing his thing. Uh, and he is, has wide-range appeal uh, because his music is not easily pigeonholed, right? I mean, most people call him a folk singer, and that's oftentimes how he refers to himself. But he's also a rock and roll singer. He's also a country musician. Yeah, yeah. He's also a blues musician. I a mean, lot of blues. Yes. Uh, he even has some more kind of Jimmy Buffett sound, like when he did uh, uh, Robert Earl Keane's Corpus Christi Bay. Yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah, night. I remember that. And which, by the way, Robert Earl Keane has done beer run, has done Todd Snyder's <laughs> beer run as well. Um, so I would encourage, any, you know, Anybody who is interested in any or all of those things that I just mentioned to definitely look into Todd Snyder. And if he comes around your town, either by himself or with hard work and Americans or preferably both at different times, go see Check him. Check him out. I'm so hey, glad I did. I would, I would highly recommend fan. it. And if you aren't, you know, that's all right. It's not, it doesn't work for everybody, but I'd be hard-pressed to find somebody better than Snyder to put out as somebody that anybody could enjoy yeah you know well uh so uh i'm gonna flash this up uh todd snyder has got a book uh which we mentioned earlier that uh he signed here for mike uh i never met a story i didn't like mostly true tall tales by todd snyder so check that out i'm sure uh, it's got 
uh, rave reviews out in the Rolling Stone and elsewhere. I'm sure you can get that uh, online and elsewhere. And a lot of the stories that he has in there are kind of the extended versions of some of the stories that he peppers throughout his stage performances as well. Yes. So you can get a lot of the background, you know, because he has to obviously give a more concise version, you know, from the stage. And it's, it's more, more of a first person, you know, vocal kind of rendition. Whereas, you know, this one you get, he expands in more mm -hmm. detail. Uh, and they're there. It's it is. I had to give to my mom, who's Todd Snyder fan as well. She is. I talked oh, to her about yes. it yesterday. She was like, I, I heard you saw him. Yes, and and she she listens to all his music, and she, and she's been reading his book, and she, even she said, reading his book is almost like I'm just listening to him talk. Nice. You know, that's his writing style. Well, he probably, himself. I don't know if he wrote it himself. He may have had someone transcribe no, him wrote. actually talking. Oh, that's a lot, or, or recorded himself and then typed it or, or someone else sure. uh, transcribed it because a lot of authors do that now, interestingly enough. So, but, uh, so let's go ahead. Um, we'll, we'll get back into Todd Snyder because you saw Todd Snyder in 2017 uh, look at here, with Doug. Hard Work to Working Americans, right? Thank you to Peter Cooper, by the way, this is in the, the book's dedication, for listening to me babble for years, but more importantly, for typing it down for a few days so we could have a book. Nice. There it is. Yeah. There you go. It's all on the inside cover. Um, so did you see Hardworking Americans in 2017? Um, this is 18, right? Yes. Yes. So I when we do exactly uh, Music that. Unraveled on 2017 concert reviews, we'll, we'll get back into Todd Snyder. You know what? That we will, but I'm thinking now, and I'll have to go back and look at my records, that may have been 16. Fuck it. We're going to talk about him anyway. Fuck it. I'll talk about him at any time you want to. Yeah. Well, but I also have a lot of other fans we could talk about. But yeah, I'm always up for talking about Todd Snyder and Hardworking Americans both we should do a music unraveled on hardworking americans let's do it i mean i know we hit on them but um again you know well we should do we should do one on drive-by truckers i want to do one on widespread panic okay but i haven't seen oh and this is good this is all right let me confess a sin this is confession time of this particular music unraveled show i have not seen widespread panic live and you haven't had a since i've known you you've only had three chances nearby Yes, and I didn't take advantage of any. Well, I don't remember why, but I didn't get to go to any of those. Well, I, you know, like like I said, a lot of people don't know, and we're raising awareness right now. Indeed, man. indeed, and I will see them. It's it's a major oversight on my uh, concert uh, list, for sure. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Well, man, I I really appreciate you. Uh, coming on the show i look forward to having you back Thanks for having um me. what do you think about you, you studio you, you know I'm, relaxed I'm, I'm feeling more relaxed now for sure I excellent could, i could go on for a while longer. well man i'm looking forward I to having you make, back um, babble too much. no and i hope i hope there's plenty of fridays that we do this I, I like to have um uh you know content to put out and conversations to just kind of you know to just even though we danced off into a ton of different areas and, and bands and but it's you know music was the, the the main theme we dealt with obviously the thread that binds and uh it's awesome just getting to sit down and talk about stuff that we're passionate about let me plug one more thing if you don't mind by mr. all means my mr. friend mr brian um if if anybody wants to like like i said check out todd snyder one album if you want to just listen to one album to really get a good sense of who he is and what his music's like and what his performances are like uh pick up uh todd snyder's live the storyteller here it is right here it's a double cd set with 24 songs and they're uh all live recordings i think it's all one uh 
one concert actually nice yeah in that older concert we mentioned uh i don't know if i mentioned sure. earlier before that's a great show farm aid is a great show that's on youtube right and this one has a lot of the stories in it like the bill elliott story and the kk Ryder story and oh god it's ballad the ballad of the kingsman is on here conservative christians on here it's nice. great stuff when so. did that come out oh that's a great question Mo. 2011 nice so i guess a bit about what halfway between where he where he is now yeah all right man well once again thanks for coming on we'll uh signing off we'll see you guys next time on music unravel podcast <laughs>